Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people Now I want you to keep clapping as we welcome Michael to share a powerful testimony with us today. Put your hands together for Michael from the Kentish town, Basenta. So Michael... Tell us about the great change that has come into your life. What has God done for you? Well, the Lord turned me from a serial fornicator to a Basenta leader by the grace wow. of God. Wow. Wow. I think some of the people at the back didn't hear you. The Lord has turned me from a serial fornicator to a Basenta leader by the wow. grace of God. Wow. Fantastic. So, tell us, what was your life like before you came to church? Um, so, I lost my virginity at 14 years old. And, um, <laughs> since then, um, I just had the urge to always have sex with girls. Um, I couldn't control myself. Um, sometimes I'll just do it because I could or for the sake of doing it. There was just... There was no reason. I'll just, just be having sex with girls all the time. So yeah. it was an uncontrollable urge. It was, it was uncontrollable. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Even if I wanted to stop, I, I, would, I didn't find the power to stop. So how did you end up coming to church? Um, LP Dan and Carmen outreached to my brother in Oxfordshire with a few of my friends. Um, and then he came home and told me about it. But we laughed about it because I thought it was funny. Uh, you got stopped in. So LP Dan outreached to your brother, and then your brother ended up coming to church. Yeah, he came the first time, and then he came the following Sunday, and I was a bit confused because he wasn't a church goer. So I was thinking, why is he going to church? So I thought there must be some girls here that. That's why he's coming. <laughs> so you thought there must be some girls there, so you also go to church. Yeah. So, so uh, you cu- you started coming to church. Then what that. happened when you started coming to church? Um, I wasn't changing. I was still the same because I wasn't allowing the word of God to affect my life or impact me. So I was still coming to church, but I was having sex with girls, and then I was on and off as well. But then I remember Bishop preached a message um, on opportunities. So he preached an oppo- a message on opportunities. Yeah. And is that what brought about the great change in your life? Yeah, because at that time, there was like opportunities come and go. And my salvation can either come and go as well. So then that's when I decided that I'm going to throw myself into this. I'm going to be around more, listen to messages, actually have Christian friends for those that know some of my friends from outside the 
church. I decided to actually have Christian friends. So you decided to do this church thing properly. I decided to go and take it to the World Cup. Fantastic. So, so tell us, what's your life like now? Are you, still, are you still not able to control this urge? I'm able to control my body by the grace of God. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. You see, one of the seven great principles of salvation is that after you are born again, your body is still the same. You must learn to control it. So, Michael, what would you like to tell us today? Um, my advice would be to listen to the words of Bishop Richard and also listen to the words of Bishop Dag because when you continue to listen to their words, you will actually experience a great change. Like, I can tell you now that this year has actually been the best year of my life ever. And I'm even shocked how well this year is going. But this year is actually the best, and that's because I've been listening to the words, and now I can honestly say that I've actually changed. Fantastic. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Clap your hands. Fantastic. So we have one more testimony, one more great change testimony from one of our Basenta leaders all the way in Sheffield. He says, my life before first love was a life of clubbing, drinking, smoking, fornication, and gambling. During the week, I would miss my lectures and spend the day smoking marijuana at home. Gambling would also occupy my life. I would go on sports betting websites and spell all my student loan on betting. It was a real stronghold. This was the ongoing cycle of my life, and this is what happened to me at university. I got to a point where the constant weed smoking and financial difficulty I landed in due to gambling had caused me to become intensely depressed. Now, my great change came when my friend invited me to First Love Church 31st night service in December. I gave my life to Christ on that day, and although I had started going to church, I was still living a life of sin. But I remembered my pastor said something that will stay with me forever. He said, whatever happens during the week, always make sure you're in church on Sunday. And by coming to church every Sunday, my desires started changing. My desires started changing. I stopped clubbing. I stopped smoking. I stopped drinking. I stopped fornicating. And I blocked and deleted certain contacts from my phone. Tell your neighbor, don't answer one. The music that I listened to before, I deleted it. My pastor would give me messages to listen to, from Sunday sermons to camp messages. And I soaked them in. My desires changed even more. My life now is completely different. Even my own mother has seen a great change within. People I was friends with before have seen a great change. I am now established in church and I cannot remember a Sunday where I have missed church. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony and keep clapping as we welcome Stella.
to be in church on International Sunday. The Bible says in John 3, 16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I believe that no matter who you are and no matter where you're coming from, if you can believe, if you can receive and if you can accept the word of God being preached today, your life will never be the same again. Amen. Do I have some first lovers in the house? Well, if you're excited as I am, stand to your feet, make some Holy Ghost noise as we welcome to the pulpit, Bishop Richard Ayer. 
that you have led him into and called him to, to reach out to, Lord. We bless your name for giving us such a wonderful servant as a pastor, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of salvation. Thank you that we are saved. We know you and our names are written in the book of life. We thank you for today, Lord, as we hear your word, Lord. May the grace, the grace upon this ministry find us, affect us, have an impact on our lives, Lord. May we be called ministers of the gospel, Lord. Promote us today through the preaching of your word, Lord. Let the grace on this mission, let the mantle on this mission, Lord, rest upon our lives by the hearing and teaching of your word, Lord. Thank you for this great blessing and thank you for your kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. And we bless God for another International Sunday where we celebrate all the nations of the world. I'm sure you saw from that clip that we watched that by the grace of God, we've, we are in many nations. You have a lot of places that you can travel to and you won't backslide because there's a church waiting for you there. Hallelujah. And I believe that there are many more nations to enter and you'll be the one to enter. How many of you believe that you'll be the one to enter? You'll be the one. You'll be the one to put that nation on our map. So there are many of you seated here today that you are called to be in nations. Nations. To be pastoring churches in different nations. You are just, you are just like in uh, Bible school. You are being trained. You are being trained to be released. If it's you, say amen. amen. Yes. If it's not you, you can just look at me and nod. Yes. But there are many of you. You are just, you are just being trained. I mean, you know yourself. You know yourself. I don't even know you, but you know yourself. Yes, because by now the Holy Spirit will be speaking to your heart that this is your this is your life. This is what your life is supposed to be. This is how your life is supposed to go. This is the road your life is supposed to take. And um, I believe and I pray for you that you would you would respond. There is nothing like walking in the will of God. There's nothing greater and nothing better than walking in the will of God, not in the shadow of his will. Or around his will. But actually in his will. That is where your blessings lie. That's where your significance comes from. That is where, that's where your promotion will be. When you find his will. And his will is mysterious. It's mysterious and it's also difficult to enter. You remember Jesus Christ? He prayed for three hours. Sweating blood for the will of God. 
compare yourself to your prayer and uh, your desire to be in the will of God when you wake up and just say, Father, the, the will of God be done. It's, it's, you see, to be in the will of God, to be in the will of God. I'd like to know why we decide to open um, some of these things sometimes. Is there a, a good reason? The openness, because it, it, it has a way of disturbing me. So if we don't need it, can we have uniformity around the room? Okay. So the will of God, so the will of God, it's, 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 it's almost like a project. It's a project that you embark on. Yes, and rather give us light. Mm-hmm. They're still open. Are they not open? Yes. Yes, there. So your your one of one one of one of the call that you will have on our lives is to pursue the will of God, is to follow the will of God and to discover the will of God, the will of God. In diff- and you start, you see, you start discovering, you start even um, practicing and accepting the will of God at a very early age or early stage of your life. You see, you see, you see that depending on which route your life is on, you accept the will of God depending on which course you are studying. You know, which course you study, which uni you enter. It's all your ability to accept the will of God and to enter that. This is where God wants me to be. This is a door that is open. You accept it. You give your best. You give your best because it's training. You are working your way, you are working your way up into higher things before even who you marry. Who you marry is another, another major, major decision junction. Who you marry, because if you marry the wrong person, but you will marry the right person. Yes. It, it, it also has an effect on God's plan for your life. It has an effect on it. It has an effect. There are some people when you marry, that's the, that's the, that's the end between you and God. It becomes you and him or you and her. Nothing about God again. Nothing about God. God is, God is not as important in your life anymore. He's, he only becomes important on Sunday morning. Sunday morning you go with your babies and your pushchair or whatever you have. And then that's it. It's finished. That's, that's the end of God. But when you, have, when you fall into the right team, of the will of God, you will see that now you are paired, you are teamed up with someone who also believes believes in the call of God or the mission that God has for you, and you run together and you become more effective. So the will of God, it's like I'm saying, it's a project, it's a course, it's something that you, it's a journey, it's a journey that you start and you have to learn it early. That is this the will of God? Even say, is this the will of God? Sometimes when you, even you see people trying to change churches, they don't even think, it's like there's no God. It's like anywhere that I can find myself, I go. But the way you are, God plants you, God plants you in a place. He said, this is your church. This is your church. And there will be winds and storms, but that is where God has put you. Instead of, instead of making it so easy to float around from church to church, you know, I'm not happy here that you move. Anywhere you go, you'll be unhappy one day. Unhappiness is not a reason to move. A reason to move is the will of God. But you see, sometimes we are so unspiritual that we don't even bother to even know that is it even the will of God or is it not the will of God? We don't know. The only thing we know is that I'm not happy. 
But you're not happy. If you're not happy in a, in a, it's not a taxi. That when you're not happy, you come out. I sat in a taxi the other day. He moved off about five minutes. And I just said to him, look, I'm not happy in this car. Then he said, why? And I gave him the reason. Then he started telling me stories and things. He drove about two minutes. I said, look, I'm still not happy. Then he said, do you, do you like to? I said, yes, I would like to come out. He said, are you sure? I said, I'm, let me come out. Let me come out. And I came out because I'm not happy. These are the things that when you're not happy, you just jump out. The taxi. I jumped out. I jumped out of the taxi. Here, yeah, somewhere in the middle of uh, the city. Somewhere here. Just let me out, 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 out. Pull up, pull up here. Let me come out. And I came out. And I didn't pay. <laughs> yes. And I looked for, I looked for another one. And I went. And the next one that I got, I was happy in it. So I stayed, I stayed in it. I stayed in it. I'm not talking about a taxi, a cab. Church is not a cab. Church is like a defined, it defines your life and your future. When God says that I will give you pastors, God, I will give you pastors. You should be, you should, when you meet your pastor, you should not look, this one is from God. This one is from God. It's not just somebody that I have met and then I can, I can change. I can just change easily. It's not like a top that you buy, you buy from a shop. Then when you go, go home, he says the top is a little bigger than when you tried it on. These, these are not things that you pray about. Uh, you pray about. It's, it's, it's bigger. I don't like it. You take it back. You don't treat church like a top that you just bought. It's like it feels, you know. This, you, start, you, see, you have to learn how to walk in the will of God. How to stay in the will of God. Certain doors are not opening. You have to learn the principles of open doors. This unit is not open. This one is not open. This one is not open. But this one is open. If you are spiritual, you you will just say to yourself, this is the will of God. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. That's if you pray. If you are a praying person, if you are not a praying person, be careful. If you are a praying person, you know that, no, I prayed. This door didn't open, this door didn't open, and this one opened. It is the will of God. God will make you great. God will make you great through that open door. You have to learn to believe it and to receive it and to walk in it. That This is God. This is God. So, so, so it's important to discover and to know about God's will and to walk with God. In that way, and progressively, progressively, progressively advance into higher and more important things. Today, it may be where to study. You will soon discover in life that is the least is the least of important things in your life. The least, but it will play a part in your life. It will play a part and a role in your life. Yeah, it will play a part in your life, and you will see that God. Orders the steps of the righteous. The steps of the righteous are ordered by God. And God, God always has a plan. He has a plan. Do you think he hasn't got a plan? He has a plan. Even you have a plan for the clothes you've bought. How much of a human being that has been made? Don't you have clothes that you are planning when to wear it? When? When? That this one I'll wait on international day. This one I'll wear to this wedding. 
shoes. You've bought shoes that you have plans for. How much more you are a whole human being. God has a plan for you. Yes. Plans of good to bring you to an expected end. So, walk with God closely and seriously and follow his things. Follow what God is saying. Follow, really follow it. Really follow it and really really believe that you are in the church for a reason and for a purpose. Really believe it. You have to really, 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 really believe it. That you are in the church for a reason and for a purpose. That, that's where, where you are. It's for a great reason and a blessed reason. Don't just, don't just move by. See that every time I come to the church, I have running time, so I've stopped coming. You see, don't use flimsy reasons to change important things in your life. Those are flimsy things, flimsy little bit to change very important and significant things in your life. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that. Don't be, don't be that type of wishy-washy person. Let God be the center of everything that you do. God, let it be God. Everything God. Be that, be that spiritual. Do you understand spiritual? The people say, hey, she's very spiritual. Everything God, 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 God. Be happy. Ask, when they say, you everything, God, God, God. Ask them, you everything, what? Devil, 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 devil. Yeah. So, we are blessed to be here. And uh, we are blessed to have a church. Are you happy to be in church today? And uh, we are blessed to be celebrating International Day. And I think, like I'm telling many of you, I believe many of you, you are just in training. You are in transition. Many, not few, many of you. You move on. And see, when the time comes, you have to move on. Move. You see, don't miss, don't miss the open doors in your life. And don't miss seasons. There are also seasons. There's a time to do everything. When the, this is the time to do this, don't miss it. Don't, don't delay. Don't say later. You see, that is why, that's why when you see someone who has missed their season, it's not a nice sight. It's not a nice sight. It's like this person is supposed to have moved, but the person didn't move. This person is supposed to have done this, but the person didn't do it. So the person is there, but the person is out of, it's like the person is out of the will of God. The way you are is not where God wants you to be. And it's, it's, it's quite an unfortunate sight to see. When people are walking around the will, but they are not in the will around it, but they are not in it. And when you see someone whose steps are being ordered, it's also beautiful. It's also beautiful. Steps are being ordered. So anyway, today I have another set of great principles. Are you ready for some great principles? Last week was what? Seven great principles for what? For spirituality. For spirituality. If I say we should go through, (coughs) it's going to take a very long time, isn't it? So we should move on to today's great principles. Should we do that? Or do you want a recap? Which one do you want? Which one I choose? You're not saying anything. Recap or I should move on? I don't know if you want recap. I don't if you want me to move on. Okay, most people want me to move on. So recap. Yes. 
Because I'm not led by you. You can't, you can't lead me. We don't, we don't run the church by votes. So, seven great principles of spirituality. Spirituality. Principle number one is what? Shall we go? Wow. Principle number two. Spirituality is not a lack of education. The fact that you are called doesn't mean you should stop your studies. The fact that you are a Basenta leader doesn't mean that you must fail your exams. That is stupidity. That is stupidity. Stupidity at a very high level. Okay. You should pass exams. One of the things a minister must aim to do is to pass your exams. You see, you have to be able to do well secularly. So even when you are preaching, even when you are preaching, your people, when you are are talking, they will even believe you more. Because the things they are struggling and they are having excuses, you have overcome it. He said, look, I have overcome it. What are you talking about? It's a teacher finishing my oh, dissertation. What this? I mean, you should, you should understand and know all this. Not that you are a failure, you are a failure with anointing. God forbid. Nobody will follow you. The people who follow you will be people who maybe perhaps even have mental problems. They don't even understand it. No sensible person would like to follow uh, such a person. Principle number three. Beautiful. Principle number four. Shall we go? Fantastic. Principle number five. Nice. Principle number six. It is not the absence of common sense. You remember the four things that you have to be in, you have to have right in your life, so you know you have com- common sense is there. Common sense is the sense that is common. Principle number seven. Spirituality is not the inability to ask questions. Actually, spiritual people ask questions. And Jesus Christ was an example. He was 12 years old. He was sitting in the temple asking questions. Asking questions. He should be able to ask questions. It's daftness not to ask questions. You become daft, dull, slow when you don't ask questions. And when you, when you have teachers, leaders, whatever, people who tell you that quiet, don't ask questions, then you become a dull person. You go to ask questions. Questions are a sign of intelligence. People who don't have questions are people who are not, either they are not interested in what you are talking about, they are not enthusiastic about it, or they don't understand what is going on. Anytime you understand something, you ask a question. As soon as it's understanding, it's followed with a question. That so therefore this, what do you think or what are you saying? 
You always ask a question when you understand something. You don't ask a question because you don't understand or you are not interested. So questions are rather a sign of spirituality. Those of you who feel bad to ask questions in meetings or make contributions, it's rather, it's rather a, negative, it's a negative trait. You should be able to ask questions. You should be able to say something. Then it means that you understand and you're in the flow. So these are the seven principles of, of what? Spirituality. Is everybody here? Is everybody here? Yes. Or oh, you upset because I did the recap? No. Are you upset? No. Better. Otherwise, I'll do it again. Yes. So today, I have a big one. A big one. I somehow feel that this one is my, I don't know, I, don't, I, was, I was going to say it's my favorite, but I don't know. It's, maybe it's not, but it's, it's a big one. This, today's, today's seven great principles is very important to me. And it must be very important to you. And it is, it is the seven great principles of fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. Now, why do I say it's a big one and it's important to me? Because it must, you see, and it must be important to you. Because being fruitful, being fruitful says a lot about an individual. It says, I mean, it speaks volumes about someone, a fruitful Christian, or even a fruitful human being. One of the one of the main pressures after someone is married, this we have a child. Is the child coming? Then you see the grandparents or the parents, they're not grandparents, the parents start asking, Hey, when is our grandchild coming? When is that this? Everybody, everybody around starts looking. Even when you're pregnant, they start, they start looking at your nose. Your this. It's like, it's, the, it's their pregnancy. Because it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. In all cultures, would there be a child? Can she have a child? Is she going to be fruitful? Will she be fruitful? After the, after the wedding day, after the wedding day, the big thing is, will I get married? And then, yes, the wedding comes. Then after the wedding, an unspoken pressure begins. An unspoken pressure. Everybody will be watching. Today she looks sleepy in church. Maybe. Today she looks dull. Maybe. No, because fruitfulness is a big one. When you are not fruitful, there's a name for it. God forbid before I mention that name. And the name is barrenness. Yes. When someone is not fruitful, it means the person is barren. And no one likes to be called barren. When you're a pastor and your church is not working, the church is not working, your basenta leader, your basenta is not working, you are a center uh, pastor or leader and it's not working, it's not growing. It, 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 says, it says something about you. Is it saying that I am a pastor, I am called. I've rented a hall. I've rented a hall. I've arranged chairs. I'm going to preach. I'm going to pastor a church. I'm going to preach every Sunday. It's almost like putting yourself to test that am I fruitful or am I barren? You're actually going to expose yourself to who you were and what you are. 
If, any, if anything will reveal what is in you, anything, if anything will reveal who you are and what you are, it's a ministry. It's a ministry. It reveals your intelligence. It reveals intelligence. You, you may not know. You may, you, may think, you may think that ministry is for fools. Fools who have thought that ministry is for fools have discovered that they are fools. Yes. No, no, no. You will discover. You will discover one of the main leading things that will be tested is your intelligence. Coming into ministry. Can, can, you even think, can you even think through what you are doing? Can you even understand what you are doing? Can you even relate with people? Can you even talk to people? Can you even understand? Can you understand why that person is the way he is? When you find somebody who understands you, doesn't come from where you come from, has a different background from you, but can explain yourself to you, then you've met an intelligent person. Intelligence will be tested. Another thing that will be tested will be your obedience. Because you have to be obedient to God. Then you have to be obedient to your leaders. People will be telling you what to do. People will be telling you what to do. It's like depending on their personality or their temperament, they will not even say it nicely. That tests your humility. Mm-hmm. And, God, and God hasn't changed his mind about God won't change his mind about them. God knows all these things before you came. He knows they just talk. Sharp tongued. There are people who are sharp tongued. But they are your leaders. Because God looks at the heart. You are looking at tongue. God is looking at the heart. Now your humility is being tested. So you see, if anything would test every, make everything about you, it's a ministry. Yeah. That's why many are called, but few are ever able to walk in it. Many have the effort to, but very few, very few people ever become what God has called them to become. You'll be among the few. Amen. But everything, everything about you, everything about you will be tested in the ministry. Everything about you will be tested. It's like, it's like you're walking around, you're walking around as a single brother, single sister, single brother, happily dancing, doing tingaba, 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 and then you are dancing. You see, happily dancing, it doesn't test a lot of things about you. Then one day, then one day, you see, I have a beloved. You see, I'm getting married. You see, as soon as you are getting married, there's an unspoken exam. It's like now, let's see whether you can live with somebody for the rest of your life. With all his things. And all her things. All her, listen, it will, t- it will test your humility. Can you be humble? Can you stay? Can you stay married? Can you stay? <laughs> can you stay? Because now you have to stay. You will see her face without makeup. I don't know. I don't know what you think makeup is, but makeup covers a lot of things. That's what it's called makeup. You've been made up. Yes. When you see her in the morning, you see that it's different. When you talk and she answers back. Because she will answer back. That's how she she, she will answer back. She, she's used to answering back. She will answer back. 
one of the people you should listen to are people's mothers. Yeah. Never, never, never throw away what, or even, even if you don't meet the mother to tell you, listen to her because usually the ladies, they like reporting their mothers. So when she's reporting her mother, be intelligent enough to know the type of person you are dealing with. People will report their mothers. They are always in conflict with their mothers. No, watch, watch that person. She's a type. Talking, complaining about her mother. Mommy said this. Hey, mommy, I'm so angry. So she's, she's met you at Starbucks because she's so angry with her mom. Mm. Mm. All I can say is, mm. be advised. Be advised. Mommy is so annoying. Watch those people. Those say, mommy is annoying. Watch them. Watch them. Soon you'll be the annoying one. Then comes the test. Whether you have sperms. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't even know that it's a test. You've been joking around dancing tingaba, 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 tingaba. You didn't, it's, it's, it's different. It's different from now, now. Do you have sperm? Do you have the seed? Marriage now puts the test up. Do you have the seed? Can you produce seed? Erection, you have erection. You have big erections. But do you have the seed? And then she too is everything functioning normal. Just, just a second. Is everything okay there? Are all the cycles normal? Are all the tubes open? It's another test. Another test. That is never tested until you say I do. I mean, hopefully never tested until I say I do. No, this is 2018, you know, so you can't talk as though you are in the 17th century. That's what I say. Ministry. I'm comparing to ministry. Test things in you. So when you're not fruitful, it means you are barren. And there are different biblical causes for barrenness. Yes. One of them is laziness. When you see someone who is not, who is not um, fruitful in the major, the person is lazy. Lazy, he's a, he's a lazy guy. So you you want you would even wonder why do we even talk about um, schooling? Because it's like a parallel. It's something that we can use to compare. What type of person are you? And then, and then job, getting a job and getting a good job. You can't, you, can't, you can't use your holiday job that you had from first year. You've graduated. Then you are sliding into, you say, now I've graduated, so now it's my full-time job. No, what type of person are you? The job you had when you were in sixth form of college. You've graduated three years. You still have that job. What type of person are you? I mean, what type of person are you? Or you can't keep a job. You see, all those things, it says something about the person. It says something about the person. 
It's revealing something about the person. Someone who can't have a job, can't keep a job, can't stay in a job. Takes long, then one job comes, and then within a short time, he's out. Then long, then another job, then short time, out. It says something about the person. You will be surprised that you will see the same traits in ministry. Same traits. Same, same, same. That's a lazy person. A lazy person is unemployed. A lazy person is church and usually is unemployed, hasn't got a job. And, and you see, there, there, there are lazy people who know how to look busy. Yeah. They don't they are not doing anything but but they can they can look busy. Very, 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 I still they are doing a lot, but they're they are not doing anything. If if they were not lazy, they'll be more productive than they are now. Because of laziness, they produce a little bit, and they and they also see a lazy person is also easily satisfied by slight progress. Then he's happy. Slight progress, he's happy. That's why he will tell that he has a job. But the job he has, he's had it from first year. He's graduated for three years. He has the same job. So he will come to church. You tell my bus center have three people. The bazaar is not empty. He said there are three people that come. He said on international day five came. So he see, so he is happy. You see, he is happy with a little improvement. A little. He doesn't think that if I apply myself well, how many? What will I become? And what will I do? And what will I be able to accomplish? But it's a type of barrenness, laziness. We have we have, we, have, we have another one that's like removal of reproductive organs. It's also a type of cause of barrenness. It's that what the, 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 the things you need to function are not there. It's a type of barrenness. One of the, one of the wild causes of barrenness is the word melicha. That, is, that means salted land. Salted land. No matter what you put in, you're not getting anything out. You see, so you see that with people who have been around for a while. After you've been around for a while, it's like, this guy, this guy has been around for a long time. Why is he not becoming anything? Because every message, every encouragement, rebuke, correction, exhortation, prophecy, um, what else is left? Revelation, uh, thunder, lightning. He doesn't respond to it. Because the heart is hardened. It's like, it's like planting seeds. It's like planting seeds on tiled floor. Nothing will ever happen. So when I say fruitfulness is a big one, it's something that every believer must think about. You have, you have to think about it. You have to think about it. Another, another cause of barrenness is stiffness. Stiffness. That is when you start feeling big and stiff. Usually it happens to people when, when, they, when they, 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 they are appointed into a rank. They feel this rank doesn't go with certain things. 
and they forget the way they were that made them fruitful or made them get into that rank. As soon as they get in that rank, it's like, oh. I can't say amen anymore. I can't lift up my hands anymore. When you say lift up your hands, when you say lift up your hands. Sometimes when you go to some places, when you say, let's lift up our two hands and pray. The most difficult ones to lift up their hands are those who sit in front. They are the ones who won't lift. Because someone's like, no, I've reached a level that I've lifted up my heart. I can't lift up my hands. It's up. My heart is up. My heart is up. And they are the ones who have nothing to their names. They have nothing to them. It's called barrenness. You are barren. No fruits. So seven great principles for fruitfulness. Are you ready? Principle number one. And you see, after you are born again, you have to be fruitful. You've got to be fruitful. As soon as, soon as you are born again, your next thing is, your next thing that is waiting for you is fruitfulness. It's like marriage. As soon as you are married, the next thing you are waiting for is babies. What do you think we are waiting for? And you will have babies in Jesus' name. There's nobody here who that shall be barren. You have plenty babies. You keep dedicating your babies. After you are born again, you must, so principle number one of fruitfulness, it's a big one. How many of you can already see that it's a big one? Only 17 of you. How many of you can see that it's a big one? You see, those in front are not lifting up hands again. I have to shout. After you are born again, you must press on into fruitfulness by being planted in Christ. It's not a nice thing to be a believer that you are not fruitful. You must be fruitful. You've got to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. After you are born again, you must press on into fruitfulness by being planted in Christ. John chapter 15 and verse number 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So, fruitfulness is directly linked and related to abiding. That is staying. Stay. Fight to stay. Fight to stay. Battle, battle to be planted. Winds and floods and moves and moods that will try to uproot you, resist it, and say, Look, I am planted because I have I have to be fruitful. I've got to be fruitful. I've got to be fruitful. I've got to be fruitful. You need to stay to be fruitful. Never be a spiritual nomad. Believers are like, they're always on the move. Church to church, church to church, church to church. Regular visitors. Or short-term members. 
The 21 years of their lives, they've been to three churches, seven years, seven years, seven years. Stay for a place then, and then something, something, I, I don't know, I don't know what pinches, something pinches, and I'm on the move. Always on the move. Always on the move. Have you seen these session men that are always carrying a guitar on their back? It's always, always, always on the move somewhere to place. I'm playing here, I'm playing here. Never, you don't even have a pastor. Never established in a church. Is it compared compare that to instrumentalists that are established? Even compare the quality of life and understand what I'm saying. Compare even the quality of their life. People, people that you see on the train with guitar on their back, they have a way of carrying the guitar. It, 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 it hangs behind them in a diagonal way. <laughs> compared, compared that to established instrumentalists that you know of. Don't be a spiritual nomad. Do you know a nomad? Do you know nomad? You do. Don't be always on the move. Have no home. Have no base. Have no church. Always on the move. Be planted. That is how you can be fruitful. That is how you can be The moving and the constant moving makes you barren. Makes you fruitless. You have no fruits. You have no fruits. How can you have how can you have children unless you are settled in a relationship? You have to be stable. Otherwise, you are just having pleasure, entertaining yourself, using and being used. As soon as that, that's what people don't like to talk about marriage. They just say, Don't don't, don't talk about marriage. We, we are not, I'm not ready to settle that. You're giving me pressure. This then they break up. Because they are not ready for fruits. Because they know the implications. That if we agree and we settle down, it has other, other implications. Family, bills, commitment. It, it demands now commitment. Commitment. He will, he will say, I haven't finished trying everyone. I need to try some more. If I commit, it's like I have to stop trying. Even unbelievers have a conscience. So they'll say, no, I don't want to settle down yet. No, 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 no. I have no thought of settling down after. No, 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 no. And this is our ladies also like that. I don't want to settle. I need to try coffee from Costa, coffee from Starbucks, coffee from where? Cafe Nero. I mean, I have to try, I have to taste the coffees. Why should I settle down? (laughs) Someone. Settle and be fruitful. Stay and be fruitful. Blessed is the man. What is the man? Shout it out. What is the man? 
blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. One day I had my quiet time. The topic for my quiet time was who is blessed. So I, start, I started searching the scriptures for all conditions that lead to blessings. Yes, because I realized the Bible has it. it I mean, it, the Bible is loaded with people that are blessed. It will tell you this person is blessed. Blessed is the man that does this. The man that does this is blessed. The man that does this is blessed. The person who does this is blessed. You can also try it and, and arrange your life. Because when you start, when you start discovering, you will see a lot of things that you are doing that doesn't bring blessings. If you even discover, you are even cursed. You are working in cases. According to the Bible, not according to anybody, according to the Bible. So he says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. By his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his Lord does he meditate day and night. Verse 3. And he shall be the blessed man. This is how the blessed man shall be. The blessed man shall be like a tree planted. He shall be like a tree planted. A blessed person is planted. A blessed person is not a mobile tree. He's not a floating tree. He's not a floating Christian. He's not a Christian who is on the move. A blessed man is like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Till you're planted, you don't have fruits. Your season will come and pass, no fruit. As though your season hasn't come. But your season has come and is going. But because you are not planted, no fruit. No fruit. No fruit. Bishop Doug has been my pastor for 28 years. For 28 years he's been my pastor. I've never gone out even for one second that I'm out. That he's no longer my pastor and I'm coming. No, for 28 years he's been my pastor. Since my wife told me, she was my beloved dad, in 1990, that I've seen a church. Let's go to that church. I've seen a church in the hospital. And she said, and she said to me, you will like it. She said to me, Sir Mighty, if you don't like it, then I don't know you. Big, big, big talk. <laughs> but here I am. Yes. She told me, 1990. It's not 28 years ago. 1990 that she told me, I've seen a church in the hospital. She said, she said she's been going there. She goes there on Tuesdays for teaching service, for midweek service, Tuesdays. So she's been going there on Tuesdays. She said, she said you will like it. She said, if you don't like it, then I don't know you. I said, let's go, let's go and try it. Let's go. Let's go and see what you know about me. Let's go. Here I am. Does he know me or not? Here I am. I'm here. Yeah. 28 years he's been my pastor. For 28 years. No movement. Will you be surprised if I'm fruitful? You won't answer. I've been planted. I have been planted. I'm a 28-year-old tree. Yes. I'm not a four-month tree or two-year tree or three. I'm a 28-year-old tree. Different seasons, different times. I'm planted. When I came, when I came, I was a lanky brother. With a beloved, I was not married. 
I've stayed a, a season of not being married, a season of being married, a season of not having children, a season of having children, a season of having little children, little children. No, you can't confuse me with your baby, sir, because you have a baby or because you have this, because you're married, you can't do this, you can't do. You came in too late. I've seen all done all. A 28-year-old oak tree. Solid oak. Planted. 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 Are you surprised that I'm fruitful? Are you surprised? You shouldn't be surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. Are you fruitful? You are my fruit. You are my fruit. You are wondering whether I'm fruitful. You are my fruit. You are. Whose fruit do you think you are? You are my fruit. Ah, Where did you think you came from? want to see your fruit. But you have to be planted. You see, you, you have to be planted. You have to be planted. You see, planted in the church and then planted in the ministry and then planted in the teachings of the house. You have to be planted every as You have to be planted deep in it. That's how you become fruitful. I'm deep in the doctrines of the house. Deep. Deep. I'm deeply immersed and baptized in the doctrines of the house. I'm not just watching. I'm not just a spectator who has been around for. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like a football fan for 28 years. Football fans, when they are not happy, when they are not happy. A lot of you were sending me messages the other day that what team am I in now? <laughs> I, I don't know what team I mean. They are not happy that they start, they get agitated. No, no, I'm, I'm not that I'm not that type of that type of fan. I'm deeply immersed in the standards of the house, doctrines of the house, philosophies of the house. I am planted, I am proper planted. You must be planted properly. That's how you become fruitful. Because some of us have been around, but you are not planted. When it gets to the teachings, you're not planted in it. Yeah, you're not planting the teachings. The wisdom is like the wisdom. You see, Proverbs, he said, he said, my son, my son, attend unto my wisdom. Attend unto my words. Attend unto, he said, incline thine ear to my wisdom. So first, you are in the church. God said, you are, you are, but you're not inclined to the wisdom of the, of the house. The wisdom, the wisdom that is the things that are taught that if you do this, you, you'll do well. If you do this, you'll do well. If you, you're not inclined to it. You are like a secret silent rebel. I can tell you something about anointing, about catching anointing. On the road of catching the anointing, you will meet, you will meet instructions, discussions, commandments that are not spiritual. When you meet Elijah, ask him, what were the first things that Elijah told him? Did he tell him to fast? Did he tell him to pray? Because some of us, you see, some of us came like, I'm I'm really there. I'm really with you. I'm really into the thing. But common instructions, if common instructions go to school, you won't go. Yeah. 
the journey of obedience? You think you think every you think everything will be pray fast? No. No. Go and sell your business. That's what Elisha was told. Go and sell it. Go and say, go and sell their business and go and sell all your stuff and come. Go and give away all your instruments. And then they said, go and say bye-bye to your mother and father and come. Nothing about fasting. The last, the last instruction, the last instruction was the only one that had to do with anointing. The last instruction was had to do with anointing. The other ones were, go and do this. Go and get rid of this. Go and get rid of this. Go and give this away. Okay, we are traveling. We are traveling. Will you come? Okay, we are traveling again. Will you come? Okay, we are traveling. The last thing was, if you see me, that's when the anointing will come. Last, final. All the other things, basic, basic things that you easily despise. But you don't even know that you are not spiritual. That's why you despise other instructions. Yes. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't even know. It's even a test. I mean, it's because it's so harmless. It's so harmless. It's so harmless. If I tell you, if I tell you, clean your beard. What has it got to do with anointing? Nothing. What will your beard? Your beard won't do anything. Grow it. Grow it two feet long. It won't do anything. But I say it, it's showing something in you, something in the heart, something in the heart. But it's true. If God will it do, it won't do anything. But it says something about you and your ability to receive instructions and how you can become fruitful. It's, it's, it's totally unrelated, unrelated to heavenly dew. But if you can't obey something like that, will you be able to obey the real thing that brings it? Oh, I don't think you can't. I'm talking to you today about fruitfulness. It's a big one. It's a big one for me. It's a big one for me to be fruitful. It, invo- it involves a lot of things. You see, one day I heard Bishop explaining, explaining uh, what it takes for someone to get pregnant. Because I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't explain it well. But I was amazed at the different components and the different things that must be right. Including the strength of the tail of the sperm. Vitamins and things that has to be right in the body before that thing can swim, that uphill swimming. Yeah, like tadpoles swimming. But see, when, when they don't have the energy, they can't swim. They can't swim. And it causes barrenness. You, you're sitting, you sit down in the church all the time, but there are little, little things that you must get right to be fruitful. Little, little things that you must get. Little, little instructions. Little, little instructions. You will say the big one is erection. No, the big one is not erection. Maybe it's true. Big one is erection. But after erection, other things have to be working. You are more disturbed when you don't have an erection. You have the erection and have no seed. Or have weak and tired seed. Weak and tired. The seed are tired. They can't move. They can't move. They are there, but they can't move. They are sleepy and dull. Let me move to principle number two. So stay in the things. When you are saying stay in the things properly. Yeah. 
You'll be here, okay, you know, you need, you need to do your master's. Do your master's. Say, oh, I, I, want, I want to be in the ministry. They say, I should do master's. No, 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 no. You don't understand something. You don't understand. You don't understand. I am not surprised that the same person who will say, I won't do, is the same person who will not do well in the ministry. You may not, you may not even realize. You may even realize. It's, it's the same person who is not doing anything. Same, same, same person. You say, wear black shoe. Tell the black shoe. I wear brown. My favorite is brown. My favorite is brown. I'm into brown shoes. No problem. No problem. Your brown shoe, your whatever, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect the anointing on the house. But it's affecting you. You are the one who is not amounting to anything. Because you started rebellion and rejection on little things. Who will give you the real things? Who is a planted? Be planted, but be planted properly. Be planted in the little things and the different aspects. Be planted in it. Be planted in the teachings. Be planted in the teachings. Be planted in the teachings. Be planted in the books. There are a lot of writings and teachings in the house. Be planted in it. Be planted. Be planted in the songs. The songs are not by accident. Meditate on the words of the songs and see, see how different you will become. The songs. Be planted in the songs. Of course, I'm not planted in the songs. We don't, even know, we don't even know the words. But if we start singing other songs, you will, see, you will see that, yes, we are really into it. Because it will give you shaku move, shaku, or shaki. Yes. So you are into shaku, but you are not into the songs, the spiritual songs of the house. You are not into it. When, when it's being sung, you don't even dance. You can't even dance. You can't even sing. Because you don't know it. You don't know what he's saying. But let some shaki man come here. Then you stand up. No. Because that's where you are planted. That's where you are planted in. You see, you, can, you can't hide and deny yourself of who you are. You, you, you not even know before you are manifesting. You are showing who you really are and what is in you. Yeah. You see yourself, you say, yeah, this is, we like Shaku. Hey, Shaku. Hey, Shaku. We are into Shaku, Shaki. Shaku, Shaki, Shaki. But let's let start singing just now. You will even start sleeping. It says something. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is, it is speaking volumes about you. But I'm not into these spiritual things. I'm do, I don't like it's like these type of things. They are too heavy for me. Because I can compare the two songs. So one song, I even ask, what is it saying? What, what, is, what is it even saying? It's not saying anything. And then this one is ministering to you. That one you don't know. That one you don't spend time listening to, soaking, meditating, joining in. You don't. But let's start Shaku just now. <laughs> Principle number two. After you're born again, you must show that you are worthy of your salvation by being fruitful. Colossians 1, verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard, do not cease to pray for you 
and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful. So it's like, walk worthy of the Lord. How do you walk worthy of the Lord? By being fruitful. By being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God. By being fruitful. So after you're born again, you, you, have, you have to now, the next task is to walk worthy of your salvation. We now have to see the price that you place on your salvation. Why are you saved? Why are you saved? Why are you saved? Spiritual people, when they are are writing their songs, they write about salvation. Salvation. Why did he save me? Why? Why did he save you? See, these are the songs that they sing. Why did he save me? Why am I saved? Then you answer, I am saved because of this. Why did he save me? Other songs are okay, but they are for parties. They are not deep. You have to walk worthy. Worthy. Your whole family, how many are saved? Perhaps it's a question you've never asked yourself. Your whole family, how many are saved? Now you have to ask yourself, why did he save you? Why? Why you in particular? Why you in particular? How come you in particular have that way of thinking that you believe in God so that you will lead the others to Christ? Yes, so that you lead the others to Christ. So that you talk to them. So that you minister to them. So that you pray for them. Not after you are saved, you switch off. Your next agenda is to marry and then to buy a car. To say it's prosperity. I'll be prosperity. I'm, I'm prospering. I'm, I'm prospering. I'm prospering. I'm living happily ever after with my wife. No, no. Why did he save you? Why did he save you? Why did he save you? Now walk worthy of your salvation. Walk worthy of, by being fruitful. Your fruitfulness shows that you understand your salvation and you appreciate your salvation. Fruitlessness, barrenness. It means you don't even understand. You don't even appreciate your salvation. What is it? Do something for God. It's almost as though you are doing. It's as though you are doing God a favor. He died for you. He shed his blood for you. Working for God, serving God, be a basenta leader, a pastor, center pastor, gathering souls, preaching. You're not doing God a favor. It's not, it is the intention is the intention is not to make you important in the church. The intention is to make you acknowledge and to become very appreciative of what God has done for you. Yeah. It's grateful people who serve God. Grateful people. People with a grateful heart. There's a camp. How can I say thanks? You should listen to it. How can I say thanks? 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 If I want to say thank you to God for saving me, how can I say thank you? Think of your mates. Think of your colleagues. If you listen to the testimonies that we hear, if such a person was not saved, what would his life be like now? Where would he be? Such a, such a person, do, I mean, do we, do we need to take him through fruitful believer school before he decides that, Lord, I want to give my life to say thank you to you. Thank you. 
see, from the day, from the day you are saved, from the day you are saved, you must, your, your next project is to be fruitful. But who else? Who else can I add? I have to add another one to the kingdom. I have to add another one. And you, don't, you don't need a title, a post, a rank. As you are walking there getting angry over not having ranks and posts. So you won't do anything for God. As though, as though it's first love that died for you. As though, as though it's first love or it's Bishop Doug who died for you or it's Bishop Richard who died for you. So let me, let me prove to him that I'm not happy with him. You'll be fruitful. Amen. You'll be fruitful. Amen. Walk worthy. Think about your salvation deeply. Think about it carefully. And ask yourself, how can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? God, how can I thank you? How can I thank you? How can I thank you? I can't even say thank you enough. I can't say thank you enough. How do you think, how do you think people get to the point and say, I want to be full time in the ministry? Do you think it's for money? How much offerings do you give before you say that somebody is, 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 is taking somebody's money? How much offerings do you give? When you see someone who has stepped into full-time ministry, you should, you, you should rather say, this person, this person must be a high-quality Christian. That he, he really thinks of God and God's work highly that he will abandon he will abandon his life if you like not to God but in your carnal estimation he will abandon his life to your generosity if he's going to live by collections it's mean that he's abandoning his life to your generosity when the lights go off, we say take up an offering. This, the, this, the, uh, whatever transfer. Then you see that you transfer and transfer ten p. Is that person not an idiot to abandon himself to your generosity? Sly, sly wolf like you. It's not about you. It's about God. It's about God. How can I say thanks? I can't say thank you enough. Just going to church on Sundays is not enough. Leading prayer meetings is not enough. Singing in the choir is not enough. It's a what else? What else can I do? What else can I do? What else? God, what else can I do? What else can I do? I need something else to do. What else can I do? Do you see? Okay, I'm changing. I'm going on missions to win more souls. Do you see the mind is working in a certain way? Go on missions. Their muscles. I'm going to find. I'm going to find a harvest field and preach the gospel to them because I value my salvation. I understand my salvation. It's not about your generosity. You know what you do. Fortunately or unfortunately, it reflects on the bank statement that you send 45p. You, sly wolf, clever fox. Principle number three. After you are born again, are you still here or you've left? Those of you who didn't want to recap, now we are in the main thing. (laughs) After you are born again, you must be fruitful because the Holy Spirit is poured out on you. Isaiah 32. 
Fruitfulness is actually a sign that you have the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues is one of the early signs or the first signs that you have the Holy Spirit. But fruitfulness is a sign that you have the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 32. Are, you, are we in Isaiah 32? I think I want verse 13. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars. Yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Verse 14. Because the palaces shall be forsaken. The multitude of the city shall be left. The forts and towers shall be for dens forever. A joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness be a fruitful field. And the fruitful field be counted for a forest. You know... When I read this verse, I saw a picture. Picture, a vision, I don't know what you like to call it. But I saw something in London that I thought I'll share with you. Verse 14. The palaces shall be forsaken. The multitude of the city shall be left. The forts and the towers shall be for dens. Do you know a den? The den. (laughs) Forever. I saw derelict buildings, deserted places with graffiti. You know, please don't you you see and say, I'm scared of this place. I said, it's actually a reflection of the absence of the spirit. Yes. If we have the Holy Spirit, Few people will be into graffiti. All those things that you see will be basenta meeting places and center places. There will be churches and church meetings. Yes. All those, all those deserted places, all those scary places, all those places that look like dens, places of lions and wild creatures. Stabbings and killings and fights. Corners, corners for smoking joints and doing wicked and evil things. All those is with it. That's it. Verse 15. It says that until the spirit is poured, 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 until the spirit is poured. When the spirit is poured, all those places will come up to life. All those places will come up to life. All those, all those places that you are coming from. The corners, the deserted corners, all those things will come. If, if you are filled with the Spirit, if you say you have the Spirit, all those places are waiting for you. If you say you have the Spirit, if you say you have the Holy Spirit on you, if we say, if we say we have the Holy Spirit, life should come on. I read this, I just read this. A few days ago, suddenly, I was, I was wondering, oh God, why, what is this? He said, this is it. This is it. If, if you guys say you have the Holy Spirit, all these places, he showed me, he showed me buildings, derelict buildings with graffiti. I saw it. I don't know which part of London it was, but I saw it. So it was like, oh, I saw it. He said, all these places, all these dens could be changed into places of worship, places of singing, places of hope places that lives will be changed and lives will be affected 
If you have the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit. If we have the Holy Spirit. If we have it. If we have it. If we have it. And we have it. Just that sometimes we don't know what we have. So we don't use it. We don't know what we have. You see all of you here, all of you here that are, are saved and born again. All of you here. You are percentile leaders. You are workers. You are basental leaders. You are, you are workers for God. You can all have groups, chapels, meetings, places with people that you are teaching every, at least once a week. You all have a place that you are teaching somebody. Just that you don't know the spirit that you have. Yes. You feel the spirit that you have is a weak spirit. Or it's a cool spirit. You don't know the spirit that you have. If you know the spirit that you have, Luke chapter 9, verse 53. Luke 9, 53. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? Verse 55. But he turned and rebuked them and said, Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. In other words, you don't know the type of spirit that you have. You don't know what you have. You don't know what is in you. You don't know what is in you. You don't know what is in you. Tyro, have you seen that place that we stood on your balcony and we're looking over, we're looking over, deserted like that, dry? If you know the spirit that you have in this summer season, you fill that place with human beings. You will fill that place. If you know this, if you know what is in you, as you stood in the market looking like some deserted area, it's like these places are, these people are riffraffs, rascals. It's like people who have been sentenced to hell. No, it's because, it's because you don't know the spirit that you have. You don't know. You don't know the spirit that you have. If you know the spirit that you have, you don't need a certificate. You don't need ordination. You don't need appointment. You have the spirit. If you know the spirit that you have, you'll be fruitful. I saw it with my eyes. I saw graffiti on the walls. I saw deserted places. I saw places with where wild people dwell. Anybody decent like us, we don't go to such places. We don't go to such places. We are even scared to walk by that place when it's dark. But it is that way because the spirit, spirit-led people have not gone to take over. Yeah. Principle number four. After you're born again, you must become fruitful to avoid losing your salvation. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine. And my father is a husbandman. Every brand that in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every brand that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. You can be taken out of Christ when you are not fruitful. Be careful, be careful, be careful of your inactivity and your fruitfulness. Fruitlessness. Be careful about it. Because you can be, you see, you you can backslide. 
Sometimes I meet, I see people, and because of their resignation from being fruitful and effect, effective in the house of God, I have a, there's a fear in me. There's a fear in me that this person, this person can lose his faith. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day. When I finished, the only prayer I made was, I said, God, save him. Preserve him. Preserve him. Preserve him. I said, I'll, I'll, rather, I'll rather prefer that he's in the faith, in, even in another church. Because it's a dangerous road to walk on. To become inactive. To become fruitless. I don't do anything. He said, every branch that beareth, beareth not fruit. And we are the branches. Every brand that beareth, he taketh away. Or you can't even die. You can't even die so you make it to heaven. Because if you stay longer, you will lose the faith. So you can you rather pluck you out of the earth. From his mercies. Some of, some of, the, some of, the, some, some of the young deaths is, is the, even the mercies of God. Because you don't even know what the person will become if he stays longer. Of course, the doctors will give a report why you died. (laughs) Because as you serve God, as you work for God, as you are fruitful for God, he gives you angels. Angels to keep you. Angels to watch over you. Angels to order your steps so you don't dash your foot against it. Angels, you see, your protection, your protection and your covering is from being fruitful. Stop serving God. You, you expose yourself to the elements. Because sometimes to save you, you just take it. He said, come home. Come home early. Come home quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Quick, 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 quick. Come home. Come and rest. Five. After you are born again, you must be fruitful. Because that is why God is protecting you. Isaiah chapter 5. Now I'll sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved has a vineyard in a very fruitful hill and he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein and he looked that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to, the, to my vineyard that I have not done in it? If God rises up on your case and says, judge between me and you, what more can he do for you? You are saved. He sent his only son, died for, shed his blood, influenced you by the Holy Spirit, you are saved. And you are still complaining before you work for him, before you serve him. Before you do anything for him. He said, judge between me. Judge between me now and my vineyard. What more could have been done? I mean, is there there anything more that I should do that I didn't do? Is there anything more that God can do for you that he hasn't done? Can you ask him for something more than his only begotten son? (laughs) Wherefore, when I looked that it should bring forth grapes, it brought forth wild grapes. Verse 5. And now, go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof. And it shall be eaten up. And, the, and, and break down the wall thereof. And it shall be trodden down. 
Serving God brings protection. It brings protection. It brings a covering around you. You are protected. You are protected. Your health is protected. Your life is, protect, is protected. Your jobs are protected. Your career is protected. Your schoolwork is protected. You'll be the best in your school. You, you, not even know, you not even know how you got those grades. But it's God. It's his grace. Amen. It's his grace. You're protected. Denying God. You see that? You see, Adam, you eat from the sweat of your face. From the sweat of it. That is the case. The wisdom of God places you above that thing. So now you are eating. You are eating. You are working all right and eating. But you can see that there's a supernatural hand. Is it, that's where people cease from becoming stingy. Stingy people are the Adamic people. They feel from the sweat, from the sweat of their face, from the sweat of their faces, the sweat of their faces. Don't say, I don't want to be a healing Jesus partner. I don't want to do anything for Ben MP. I don't want to do this. And you see, you don't do, and God, God's hand is still on his servant. Blessing him and prosper. Because it's not, it's not bad, it's not by what you are doing. Who in his normal brains will abandon himself to your generosity? Adamic man like you. Your generosity. Serving God. Protection. Protection comes. Protection comes. Those of you in school, don't, don't be afraid of don't be afraid of starting societies, their first love society to preach, to say, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid. Don't let Satan tell you that this, this God, if you serve you, you, you will fail. It's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It, it's, it's, it's nonsense with a capital N. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It will save you from a lot of things. Principle number six. Are you glad we are ending? You're not glad. But next week, if I ask you, should we do a recap? You say no. <laughs> or next week, you say yes, so I won't do it. You say no, so I'll do it. Okay, so you say no again, so okay. But I will not be led by you, I'll be led by the Holy Spirit. So I will not play those games with you. After you are born again, principle number six, you must be fruitful to show that you are not blind, short-sighted, and forgetful. Should I read it again? After you are born again, you must be fruitful to show, to show that you are not blind, short-sighted, and forgetful. Second Peter chapter one. Verse 8. How many of you are already convinced that you have to be fruitful? If you are not fruitful, it's a very, it's a very, I find it very, very dangerous. It's a very, very dangerous thing. It's almost as though you are even stupid. Yeah, it's like you are even stupid. Not to even try. I mean to try. To try. People should be, you should be leaders of fellowships, leaders of groups. It's sad that I'm using the word leader as though it's like you must have posts. What I mean is be fruitful. 
win souls. You must have souls, souls that you have won, souls that you are teaching and leading, souls that you have, you have souls that you gather once a week, souls that you gather. And you share the word with them. And you bring them to church on Sunday. You must have it. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind. The unfruitful person is blind. He cannot see afar. Very myopic person. Very myopic. Have you heard people who want to leave churches? Have you heard their argument? Who are offended? Want to leave relationships? Want to leave marriage? You see, all, you see, all the, the, when you see someone who wants to leave a significant thing, very, they can't see, they can't see far. They can't see the future. They only see now. Now. I asked her for tea and she made it with cold water. Iced tea. <laughs> so I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. This is, look. You don't, you see, if you see, you will see the implications of leaving, leaving your marriage. You will see the implications your spirituality, your you're exposing yourself to a den of wolves. As you are shouting, a lot of girls will like me. It's true. What, did you just grow up to discuss? Even nine-year-old boys, a lot of girls like them. Nine-year-old boys, nine-year-old boys. Nine-year-old boys, a lot of girls like them. If you ever boast about anything, never boast in the number of girls that like you. Because it tells that you don't read your Bible. Your desire shall be to a man. Your desire. Their desire is for men. They like men. Oh. Did you just grow up to say, a lot of girls like <laughs> Were you not on the playground? Do you not, do you not go to primary school? Were on the playground? Were they not trying to kiss you? Were they not all, all over you like measles? A lot of girls like me. But you, you, talk, you are talking like a child. You are talking like a child. A lot of girls like me. A lot of girls like me. So because, so because of that, because of what? You are exchanging, you are exchanging eternity for a lot of girls. Idiot. <laughs> you see, you can't see a far off. If you see eternity, you see eternity, you tell yourself, I'll rather stay with this stupid girl and concentrate on ministry. Yes. My arguments and debates and fights or whatever you will call it. In my beloved dosing season. It's after we had married that she told me that that's what I used to say. And she was very happy when I said it. She said, I used to say, I would never leave you. 
and you will change. She used to feel, it's like I'm very worked up and unhappy. And I'm telling her, I will never leave you. You will change. She was very happy that I used to say, I will never leave you. Leave, leave for a bit. You see, my, my philosophy, who is better? Or you don't, know, you don't know that the choices you make are very much dependent on you. You are likely to choose the same type of person. Those of you who have had a few. After church, come and tell me the differences. Apart from the hit and run ones, not hit and run. They, Because you are the one choosing, you are likely to choose similar types. There's a type. There's a type. There are, there are types. There are types. There are about three or four main types. She told me after we had married and finished having children and we are settled. Now that she's sure that I can't go anywhere. <laughs> she said, this is what you used to say. She said, this is what you used to say. So this is what you used to tell me in the university. When something, you are not happy. He said, you are used to the, I, will not, I will not leave you. It, it will be, now I think it will be very, very nice to have a, an angry beloved saying that I will not break up. <laughs> I mean, she'll be, I'm sure she'll be saying here in her heart. This is a faithful one. Because others will be saying, one, two, back on my shoe. Three, four, shut the door on your way out. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. But good good guys don't easily say I'll leave. Good guys don't easily say that. Because of faithfulness and loyalty. They stay. They stay. Good guys don't go shopping. They stay. Even though now if you ask me, I say, if you are not married and you see the signs, I will say leave. I'll never advise you to leave married, but before, if you see, I'll tell you that I will leave. Leave, cry. Leave, go, 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 go. I'll tell you, go, 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 brother, go. Go, 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 go. You have more respect elsewhere. Go, 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 go. Going to join this tug of war. For the rest of your life, when there's ministry to do, you are, you are, oh, you are, this is your posture. <laughs> All your life. Oh, no, no, no. Go, 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 go. If like, come and ask me what you are seeing in your beloved situation now. Maybe you won't ask me, like, come and ask me what I'll tell you. I'll tell you, go, 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 go. You don't even know whether I'm coughing or I'm saying go. <laughs> <laughs> Blind, can't see her for and he has forgotten. The unfruitful people have forgotten. They've forgotten that they were saved. Forgotten what they've been through. Forgotten that Jesus died for you. Forgotten that someone followed you up. Forgotten that someone was patient with you. Forgotten that someone taught you. Someone visited you. Forgotten all these things. Blind can't see far. Very myopic. Tunnel vision. And Total forgetfulness. Forgetful people are very dangerous people. Forgetful, they're very dangerous people. People who don't let go. Won't let go. Won't change. Will never get to a point and say, it's okay. 
It's okay. Let's do business again. People will never say that. They're very dangerous people. I find them dangerous. Because, why do I feel Because I feel they are immersed in evil spirits and demons. Demons are speaking to you. Because the Holy Spirit will convict you and say that, you know what? Long suffering. Long suffering. Forgiveness. Let it go. It's okay. Try. 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 Stay. Try. Demons will say an eye for an eye. And nose for a nose. And principle number seven, our final principle. After you're born again, you must press into fruitfulness because it is a blessing with many blessings to be fruitful. Press into it. Press. Press into it. Press. Press. By second year, you must have a campus church. Yeah. I mean, if you are late, late by second year, you must, you must be preaching on your campus. Late. If you are late, 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 second year, you must have it. Yes. When we come on summer holidays, you should come and introduce your, your fruits. Say, oh, these are my fruits. Just come. If you are late, 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 second year, September, second, October, you go back to school. That, say, these are my fruits. These are my fruits. These are my fruits by the grace of God. Say, Bishop, you know, man, I went to, and I went to the university. God bless me, opened that door for me. I can't just wait. You must come out of university with always with two degrees. The degree that you went with and spiritual degree. You must always come out with two degrees. Two degrees. No, don't just go and come. Come and flash two, one, or first class in front of us. Only things that we want to see the other degree. Where are the souls? You will come back with two degrees. Yes. Genesis chapter one. Verse 27. Until the spirit is poured. Until the spirit. Anyway, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Can you see? There's no mistake. This is how he made them. Deliberately and intentionally. I'll read it for you again. So God, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Then male and female created he them. There's no mistake. Verse 28. And God blessed them. Receive the blessings of God. And God said unto them. These are the blessings when God is blessing you, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. He blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. You see, the blessed church, the blessed denomination, the blessed ministry, the blessed pastor, the blessed Christian is the Christian that is fruitful and multiplying and replenishing the earth. That is, that is, that's, that's how we should start counting our blessings. We should start counting our blessings by taking over graffiti-infected buildings. 
That's the blessing of God. That's the blessing of God. Soul winning. Souls are being saved. Souls are being saved. The blessing of God is not in designer clothes. Or designer shoes. Or how many people you can have sex with. The blessings of God. Saying God bless them. God bless them. He blessed them. And he said. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. If we have God's blessings. We will replenish in the city of London. Yeah. We will multiply in this city. We will multiply. Amen. We will multiply. We will multiply. That's how we know that we are blessed. Not, not by weddings. That's what weddings it will come. It is an, it's, 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 it's an after effect. Not by weddings. You're depressed over weddings. You're not depressed over a number of souls. How come souls don't depress you? And God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. That's how we know that we are blessed. The more percentile leaders I see, the more center leaders and center pastors I see, I should have, I should have, I mean, this room is already small for us. I should have about four rows, four rows, four rows of pastors. When you come out there, out there that row one, two, three, four are pastors. Yeah, show about 80 to 100 pastors seated here. And we will have it. Amen. With centers across the city, centers, with congregations. No building is too ugly for us because we know when the spirit comes, when the spirit comes, the dance will become places of worship. Places of worship. The song, the song, the song, songs of worship to God will come out of that place. Songs of worship will come out of those places. Not the smell of different things that are being smoked. But songs, 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 songs. Have you watched this musical before? Sound of Music. Yes. Have you seen the man, the captain? There was no music in the house. Silence since his wife died. No music. And then that lady came and came to teach the children singing. And then suddenly he was coming. He, he, heard this. he said, what do I hear? And the person also said, it's the sound of music. The sound of music. And he walked into to the house dazed. It's like, it's like life has come again. It's like life. It's like this. It's like there's life here again. People are singing. Singing a song that he knows that he hasn't heard for years. He couldn't help. He joined them to sing. The sound of music. The sound of worship. The sound of praise. The sound of prayer. Sound of tongues. Sound of tongues. Sound of tongues in places, places that are like dance. It's true when we're in a hotel room. No problem, but there are other places. This one is nice. This one almost looks like it is. It was nice already. There are places. There are places. There's the description the scripture uses den. It's a den. D-E-N. Den. Of lions and wild creatures. It will remain that way until the spirit. Until the spirit. 
that we have the spirit, we will take over those places. We will take over those places. We will enter those places. We will be there. We will be there. There will be ladies. Ladies will take over places. Ladies full of the spirit. Young guys full of the spirit will stand in those places and preach. They will stand there and preach. I'm telling you, gather souls there. Gather souls there. And you preach to them. The sound of worship will come from those places. So I'll say, we, we used to smell, we used to smell horrible things. All sorts of things used to happen here. People being raped, people doing crazy things. But now, people shall be saved. Holy Ghost baptism will be done there. You will tell people, kneel down, let me pray for you. Kneel down, let me pray for you. Kneel down, let me lay hands on you. Kneel down, let me lay hands on you. You watch. You watch it happen. You watch it happen. You see it happening. You see it happening. You see it happening. You see, you, you will think that you are nobody. You see, because you don't know the spirit that you have in you. There's a great spirit in you. There's a great, powerful, strong spirit in you. You'll be laying hands on people. People's lives will change. Some of the testimonies, you will come and share it with us. We may not have time to use all your testimony. Your testimonies in your center meetings. You'll be sad. The testimonies there. The testimonies there shall be great. Shall be great testimonies. Great testimonies. Great testimonies. Yes. Because you have the Holy Spirit. Because you have the Holy Spirit. This is when you are going, when you see all those places, begin to prophesy and you say, ah, this is my meeting place. This is my meeting place. Souls shall be saved here. Souls shall be saved. Stop wasting your time on the city of London. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your time going shopping. Every day you are going shopping. Start saving souls. Save souls and save your money. Yes. Start saving souls. Get into soul winning. Soul winning. Before you say you are tired. Before demons take over your life and say, now I'm tired. I'm fed up. I'm fed up. And start talking about church as though, as though you are talking about a football club. I need to move on. And God bless them. You'll be blessed. Amen. You'll be blessed. Amen. Stand to your feet. Give me that passage again in Isaiah. I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit. I want to pray for the Holy Spirit that it will be fruitful. How many of you would like to pray for the Holy Spirit? That will be fruitful. I want us to pray for the Holy Spirit. He said, until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Ah. 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 Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. There's a harvest waiting for us. There's a harvest. A great harvest. A great harvest. Great harvest. Fruitful fields are going to be counted for forests. Ah.
Ah. Pray for the Holy Spirit. 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 Ah, la bashanda la bakaya bahataya. Yay, Dazinio. 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 Pray. No campus will be too big for you. No college shall be too big for you. Your meetings shall be densely populated. Densely populated. Crowds. You shall be a gatherer of crowds. A gatherer of crowds. A gatherer of crowds. Ah. Ah. Ah, ah, and God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish. Ah, no university is too big for you, no college is too big for you, no school is too big for you. No community is too big for you. Ah, Yokes shall be broken. Principalities shall give in. Rulers shall, shall surrender. Ah, strong men shall give in because stronger than them is coming. Stronger than them is coming. Stronger than them is coming. Ah, yabatala bahaya. Kababala bahaya. Kababala bahaya. Kabayabataya bahaya. Kabayabataya bahaya. Kabayabataya bahaya. Yay! 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 The Spirit of God. 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 Maya Bakaya Bahataya. Papa Papa Liadala Bahaya. Ah! Kashagataya, 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 Ah, 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 Paparia Bataya, Paparia Bataya, Paparia Kaya, Ayaya, 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 Ayaya. Ah, 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 Ah! 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 Ah!
Kabashaya 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 Make us fruitful, Lord. Make us fruitful, Lord. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lord, your spirit, Lord, 
Your spirit, Lord. Your spirit, Lord. Ah. 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 It's falling. It's falling like rain. 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 Preachers. Preachers. Soul winners. Fruitful Christians. Fruitful believers. Fruitful believers. Fruitful Christians. Fruitful believers. Take over the city. Take over nations. Take over the city. Take over nations with the gospel. With the gospel. With the gospel. With the gospel. With the light. 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 You will not be left out. You'll be included. Lift up your two hands. Thanking God for the Holy Spirit. Thanking Him for His Spirit. Thanking Him for His Spirit. Thanking Him for His Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive a baptism. Receive another baptism. Receive another immersion. To be on fire. To be fruitful. To be fruitful. To be fruitful. To multiply. To replenish. To take over. To take over strongholds from the enemy. To take over strongholds. The enemy is losing strongholds. The saints are coming. 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 The people of God are coming. To take over. To take over. You are stronger. Ah. The spirit in you. The spirit in you. The spirit in you. The spirit in you. It's going to cause you to take over. It's going to cause you to take over. Derelict places. Run down places. Hoots. Drug ridden places. Deviants. Dropouts. The spirit takes over. The spirit takes over. Ah, be anointed to be fruitful. Be anointed to be fruitful. Be anointed to multiply. Be anointed to increase. Be anointed to replenish. Be blessed to replenish. Be blessed to be fruitful. Be blessed to increase. Be blessed to multiply. Ah. Kosianda Labahastaya. 
Father, thank you. I am grateful. I am grateful for today. I'm grateful, Lord, for your spirit that you give to us. I'm grateful, Lord, for the message that you give to us. Thank you for talking to us the way you talk to us, Lord. Thank you for giving us messages that you give to us, Lord. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. As we celebrate International Day, Lord, let the grace, the grace on your servant, Bishop Dad, Lord, that has caused him to enter nations, Lord, let that grace rest upon us, Lord. Let it stay upon us, Lord. To enter into cities, Lord. To enter into communities, Lord. To take over, to take over communities in your name, Lord. For your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You have blessed us. We can see the blessing. We receive the blessing. Thank you for your visit today, Lord. And for your word today, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help us to be fruitful. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. To become what you chose us and called us to become, Lord. Help us to become it. Let the grace of this mission remain with us. Let it stay with us. Let it stay with us. Let it stay with us. We will not be tired. We will not faint. We will not give up, Lord. We shall be fruitful. We shall multiply. And we shall replenish. Wherever we are, whichever city we find ourselves in, we shall be fruitful. We shall multiply. We shall replenish. Fruitful fields shall come out of us, Lord. We shall convert wilderness, dry places, deserted places, infested places with evil spirits shall be converted to a place with sounds of worship, sounds of praise, sounds of prayer, Lord. And the fruitful places shall become forests, densely populated because of your spirit of your spirit we receive the Holy Spirit today we receive the pouring out of your spirit upon our lives we receive it Lord we receive it today Lord thank you Lord that there shall be buses there shall be trains there shall be long journeys short journeys just to hear your word just to hear your word just to hear your word there shall be gatherings of people to hear your word to hear your word preached thank you father for trains I see trains I see buses of people going to church thank you lord thank you lord thank you for the stirring up of your spirit it shall be done lord it is your work it shall be done, Lord. It shall be done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, use us. We give ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves to you. Use us, Lord. We are nobodies. 
We just want to be worthy. We want to prove worthy of our salvation, Lord. We don't know how to say thank you than to work for you and to serve you and to be fruitful, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. It's a privilege to be chosen by you. Thank you, Lord. Use us. Use us for your work. Use us for your purpose. Use us for your vision. Use us for your desire, Lord. Use us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves to you. In Jesus' name. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray for you. You're not here by chance. You're not here by mistake. You're here because God loves you and God cares about your life. You're here today, maybe somebody invited you to church for the first time. Maybe you've been going to church here and there, but today you want to decide to have a serious relationship with God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to begin a meaningful walk with Jesus. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to you. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand, wherever you are, very quickly, and I'll pray with you. Lift it up high so I can see you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. I can see that hand there. You know today is your day. God bless you as well. God bless you. You want to join in? Keep it up. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to God. I want to be serious with God. I want to be serious with God. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You're also there. Don't delay. Don't delay. Don't say another time. God is calling you today. He's calling you for a great work and a blessed work. You will be significant and you'll be blessed in this life if you say yes to God today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. Keep your hand up. I can see it. Just lift your hand up. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my heart. It's a call for salvation, but it's a call for your greatness. God has a plan for you. God has a great plan for you that is beginning today if you will say yes to him. Say yes to Jesus today. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come out of your seat and come to me here. Come. Come all the way. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want me to pray for you. You can still come. Come. Yes. Come. God is calling you. It's the call of God. Come. Whether you lifted up your hand or you didn't, come to Jesus. Come. From the back. From the sides. From wherever. Come on, church. Sing it with us. Yes. We want to see them in heaven. Yes. Come to Jesus. At all. I'm waiting for you. 
it's gonna be alright as long as you are there I'm waiting for you. As long as you are there. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not thinking about the signs. It's going to be wonderful. Won't be there to enjoy the view. I think heaven will be alright. Heaven will be alright. As long as you're there. Close your eyes with me. Let's say this prayer together. Those in front, say this prayer after me. Whole church, join us as we say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross and rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you shed your blood for my sins. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father. For accepting me today. And making me a child of yours. Now say heavenly Father. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father. I will no longer serve Satan. I am a child of God. Say, Satan, I cast you out of my life. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am saved. I am washed with the blood. I will no longer serve you. I am a child of God. In Jesus name. Shout it out. In Jesus name. Shout it out. In Jesus name. Father I pray for them. Fill them with your spirit Lord. No one is too new. Or too young to serve you Lord. Use them Lord. Use them Lord. Use them, Lord. Set them alight. Set them on fire. Let them take over territories. Let them take over places. Lord, let them start working for you, Lord. Fill them with your spirit. Make them great. Make them significant. Make them preachers, Lord. Preachers, Lord. Preachers, Lord. Let them gather many into your house and into your kingdom, Lord. Fill them, Lord. Fill them, Lord. Fill them with your precious Holy Spirit. Let the work, the desire, and the love to serve you and to work for you, let it begin now in their lives, Lord. Let them not rest till they have saved their first soul. Let them not rest till they gather souls in your name and into your house, Lord. Thank you for this blessing. Thank you for choosing them. Thank you for saving them. In Jesus' name, amen. Shout amen. Amen. God bless you. Receive these gifts.
quickly. God bless you. I think so too. As long as you are there. God bless you. You can go to your seats. At all. Think so too. As long as I can see another soul there. Yes. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as there's you. Yes, Lord. As long as you are there. Yes, you've got to be there. You've got to be there. Chapter 6, verse 57. Sing that song softly. Ah, as the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Jesus takes over your life today. I said, Jesus takes over your life today. I said, Jesus takes over your life today. Every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. Every area of your life. Every zone of your life. Jesus takes over. You shall live by him. By his might. By his power. By his grace. By the strength of his name That powerful name Jesus You shall live by it Father I bless every bread And I bless every cup I declare it's the body of Christ And it's the blood of Jesus He that eateth it Shall live by me Father Everything that concerns us By the eating of the body of Christ. May Jesus take over. May Jesus take over. May we function by Jesus. By that powerful name. And by that great name. The body of Christ. Eat it.
the blood of Jesus drink all of it Pray for two minutes. Take heed, this is my body that was broken for you. Pray. Drink, this is my blood that was shed for you. Whoever eats my Growths blood are melting. drinks my blood. Chemos are disappearing. Fibroids are melting. They are melting. Lumps are disappearing. This afternoon, any abnormal growth is disappearing from your body. It's disappearing from you. It's melting. It's melting. Every discomfort is being taken away. Peace comes upon you by the blood of Jesus. By the name of Jesus. By the name of Jesus. By the name of Jesus. A miracle takes over. Pain on the right side of your abdomen. Sharp pain, something is being taken out. Healing is taking place. Healing, 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 healing is the power of God. Is the power of God. Henia is being healed. Henia is being healed. Swellings are disappearing. Swellings, protrusions, growths, tumors, lumps. I command them to go in Jesus' name. Kaba shabakatasa, palabatasata, kipatasaya. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for what you have done. I give you all the praise and all the thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap offering. And take your seats. How many of you are going to work for God? If you have the Holy Spirit. Include yourself now. Now I will do it. Now. Now I can. If you knew the spirit that was in you, if you knew the spirit that was in you, you will stand on the hilltops and you will gather souls for Jesus. If you knew. Wow. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.